What does it take to stand out and move up? How can customers tell the difference between you and the competition? How can you differentiate your products and services and dominate your market? It's time now for Project Distinct, the podcast on creating distinction with Scott McCain. Hey, it's Scott. Welcome back. Thank you for listening again today. This is the wrap-up of our first week, and it's been a terrific week. Thank you so much for tuning into Project Distinct. And once again, the reminder, as we'll do in the early podcasts here, as, as I said earlier, this is our first week, our first uh, five episodes of Project Distinct. But as I'll remind you, uh, it, it's so important to us if you will subscribe on iTunes. Thank you in advance for doing that. Thank you for sharing the podcast Thank you for the comments about the podcast. We truly appreciate it. Benjamin Amick that edits the podcast and Shelly Irwin that runs the uh, audio and operations and everything with distinctive presentations. And my wife, Tammy McCain, that works in the business and me, all of us, uh, thank you so much for all that you're doing to make this podcast a success. Truly appreciate it. I mentioned the very first podcast in episode one, we wanted to be your second favorite podcast. Which means, you know, you find another podcast that really speaks to your industry or to your passion. The purpose of this podcast is a short presentation every business day that's going to help you make what you do, make what you're passionate about, make what you're excited about, stand out in the marketplace. A lot of folks have passion, but it's finding what you can do above and beyond that passion that's going to make a real difference in your ability to attract attention, to attract customers to attract notice that you deserve with what you're doing out there. So I mentioned yesterday, we're going to be talking about what pulls you back to the pack. And as I said earlier, our research discovered there were three things that pull you back to the pack. And here's differentiation destroyer number one. It's it's copycat competition and incremental advancement. Now, in our competitive capitalistic society, what happens is the bar is continually going to get raised. We naturally and constantly seek advantages for our products and services so that we can move customers to choose us over the other guys and gals. When you're faced with this type of competitive situation, you've got to constantly get better. And you've got to constantly provide more compelling reasons for your customers to spend their money with you. Now, otherwise, if you don't do that, what happens? You're not distinctive. You're extinct. Right? So instead of distinct, you're extinct, and that's a bad place to be, obviously. And that point isn't surprising to anybody in business. So, But here's the interesting and challenging rub that's often overlooked. When my competitor creates this point of differentiation and gains an advantage, what's my natural inclination? Well, it's either to imitate their improvement or just attempt to be incrementally better than they are at the advancement that they've pioneered. Now, if you get slightly ahead of me with a new advancement or strategy, that natural response is to replicate it. If I can discover a method to duplicate your effort, then I can go to my customer base and say, hey, they, the competitor, you, you no longer have an advantage because we now have the same thing too. Now, if your new method has enabled you to gain significant traction in the marketplace, then my best move appears to be not only to imitate whatever's created your advantage, but it's to attempt to marginally do you one better. And now, in the real world, what will I do? I will say that my latest effort is the new category leader. I mean, for example, how many mobile phone manufacturers have been proclaiming that their newest product is the iPhone killer? 
Well, you know, I'm based here in Vegas. So what's the over under on all of them, right? I mean, notice the problem. In both examples, all of these efforts are based upon what my competitor is doing and not what my customers desire. And in most of these cases, these advancements are evolutionary and not revolutionary. And unfortunately, if I'm like most executives in, in many industries, I'm thinking I don't want to stick my neck out too far because you might chop it off in front of our customers and prospects. Remember, since we're competing against each other, my customers are your prospects and vice versa. Now, you feel the same way, right? So the result in the marketplace is this incremental, uninspiring advancement that appears safe. But in the long run, this approach is anything but safe. Instead, what we're doing is mutually destroying any points of differentiation that can better serve our customers and enhance our respective organizations. You know, it seems to me that the perfect model of free enterprise is that you and I compete for the customer, right? These competitive efforts reduce costs and therefore the price of our goods and services. Each of us brings innovation to the marketplace that benefits the client. But yet, in almost every case in the real world, we compete against each other rather than competing for the customer. Our focus when we're trapped here in Destroyer 1 seems to be directed towards others in the same industry that produces similar product and delivers similar services, all the while playing the internal political games that are in inherent within any organization. So think about what that means. It means that one of the challenges that we get into in this copycat competition is that we end up paying more attention to our competitor than we do our customer. There's been so many sales meetings I've spoken to where they talk about beating the competition, but seldom do they talk about serving the customer in a superior manner, regardless of what the competition is doing. Don't believe that? Well, think about this. How many companies have annual sales meetings and then contrast that to how many companies have annual customer experience meetings? spoken to a ton of meetings, but few of them have been focusing on the importance of serving the customer as opposed to outselling the competition. Where are you on that scale? If you want to be distinctive, you've got to address this destroyer of differentiation number one, copycat competition. The challenge for you is to find the way that you can be distinct in today's rapidly changing and hyper-competitive marketplace. And that's Part of why we're here. Thanks for making this a great launch week for Project Distinct. I look forward to seeing you Monday as we'll talk about another destroyer of differentiation. In the next episode of Project Distinct, this is Scott McCain. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the podcast to help you stand out and move up. Project Distinct with Scott McCain. For more insights from Scott, visit his blog at createdistinction.com. To have Scott bring his award-winning platform presentation to your next meeting, go to scottmccain.com. Scott McCain can become your virtual coach, educating and helping you create distinction in the most comprehensive way possible. Visit our website, distinctioninstitute.com, for all the details. Be distinct.